What's up, Cam? Uh, not much, Mitch. How are you? I'm doing well. It is snowing outside right now, which makes me just slightly welcome unhappy. to April. It should have happened yesterday. It would have seemed more appropriate on April. Well, April. I yeah, I woke up yesterday to snow on the roof and of my house and on my car. So yeah. I got that one for you covered. Don't worry. Well, it's WrestleMania weekend. Woohoo! Yeah, it's um, just before we came on, we were looking at the card for tonight and tomorrow night, and yeah, there's nothing that really gets me excited about this one. So. Maybe it's because I haven't watched it in a while and you haven't either. So yeah, there is a, there's a rumor that apparently Seth Rollins has a mystery opponent and mm -hmm. there's, there's a rumor saying that Cody Rhodes is coming back. Yeah. But you know who else is in Dallas? Oh, I just saw this yesterday. Bray Wyatt. Yes. Bray Wyatt is. Mm -hmm. So that would be quite the swerve if they brought him back. But yeah, <clears throat> I also saw a rumor that Cody's going to back out last second. Yeah, because part of me wondered this whole time, like, because Cody was one of the founding guys of AEW after leaving WWE because he wasn't getting booked. He was stuck in the stupid Stardust gimmick that he couldn't. They wouldn't let him out of. And so part of me is like, why would the first person to go from AEW to WWE be one of the founding guys? Yeah. Like, is this not just going to be a classic like Monday Night War move where he pretends to come? Like, this whole thing has just been a setup, and he's pretending to come back just to screw WWE over the day of WrestleMania only to go back to AEW dynamite, you know, on yeah. whatever day that is. And be like, Hey, and guess what? I didn't really actually leave. <laughs> like that would be, that would get all of the media attention. Yeah. Right. And just piss Vince off beyond. I, it would be it, like, I've been secretly hoping that's been the plan this whole time because yeah. it would be so maniacal. Oh, and, and it would be hilarious if they had a backup plan for it too. Yeah, Hornswoggle dressed up as Stardust. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. I almost want to watch now just to see what happens. So. <laughs> yes, I would sit through a lot of bad matches to, to see that happen. So, mm -hmm. but anyway, so have you had a chance to, to play with user Universal Control yet? Uh, no, because I don't ever have my macbook and my ipad open at the same time yeah like ever well i have them connected right now so you know i can move my cursor quite seamlessly over to my macbook and back to my imac and i've done this with my uh my ipad in in the setup as well it works seamlessly it works great um only thing that i've had problems with is uh dropping one of them you know every every once in a great while one of them will drop drop out and I'll have to reconnect to it. Okay, I'm glad you clarified because I was like, why are you dropping your MacBook? Why are you picking oh, it no. up in the first place? Well, that's a silly no. thing to do. It's dropping its connection. Yeah, I know. Gravy, I heard too that you can, you can drag and drop files from one to the other with universal control. Yeah. That's really, pretty cool. I haven't really had the opportunity to do that yet, but, um, or at least not a lot. But, uh, but yeah, I, I tried that the other day, actually, now that I think of it. And I, I mean, it, what I wonder if it's just using like airdrop, but you just have a physical aspect to it other than clicking a button on one and a button on the other that, you know, it's just, it's when you drag from one to the other, it's, it's auto connecting the airdrop connection. 
Yeah, some of, I'm curious if that's the, how they're doing it. I mean, yeah, that would some, make sense to me. Some people have proposed that it's uh, it's the universal clipboard feature that's making a lot of this stuff possible. Mm. So, because there there yeah, was I hadn't this thought of that. Yeah, there was this uh, video going around uh, recently about uh, being able to do like a three finger swipe on the iPad, pick something up, and put it on an, another iPad with the, with three fingers. So you're picking it up and putting it down and somebody exposed that and said, yeah, that's just the three finger, three finger, uh, um, copy and paste, um, gesture that that's in, uh, iPad OS. And it just, it looks cool because a universal clipboard allows you to pick it up and put it down on another device. So it's not it it's not supposed to be like a feature where you can just pick one up and put it down somewhere else. It's actually just the way the the gesture works uh-huh, so it's interesting. You'll have to try that on your on your iPads and report back. Yes, yes, yes I will um I don't have two iPads right now. I just still have my old one, which it's funny because I have everything else, but I don't <laughs> have that. It's supposed to be coming here on Monday, so exciting! Yeah, I have my case and I have my uh, my Apple Pencil for it because I had to order the the Apple Pencil second generation mm-hmm. because all I have is the first generation. But dude, the the second one's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we did talk about it on the last show, and I'll just mention this quickly. I did decide to do the trade in. Um, unfortunately I waited a little bit and it went from 130 to 125. So I lost $5 for waiting, you know, like a month from between. So I'm not, I'm not arguing, but, but that covered the price of the pencil. So, yeah. It's weird that it dropped five bucks. Yeah. Well, you know, it goes, it goes down over time. What is really odd is I was checking on how much the trade-in value was for the different devices that I have. This iMac I've had for about a year, I paid a lot for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was a little over three grand for it. Guess how much the trade-in value on this is? $417.48. It's not quite that bad. It's like eight eighty five, yeah, but that's still like a lot. I mean, I'd, I'm sure I could go online and sell it for a lot more, but it's like, you know, if I wanted to go get a, a Mac Studio and get the studio display and start like revamping my setup here, which I don't want to do, um, but uh, but if I did want to do that and I wanted to trade this in, eight hundred bucks doesn't seem like a whole lot of money to to get back for it. No, not considering what you paid for it, but you know, right. you never get full value on trade in because they need to make oh, a no. profit off of selling it to somebody else. So. Oh no, I totally get it. You know, the, the, if they're <laughs> gonna if they're gonna charge sixteen hundred for it, that seems like a good price, or it's a good trade in value. But I, man, you can get more than that for it. I'd be surprised if you get under two for it. So, but anyway, it is an Intel machine, so maybe maybe that's a problem for people. I don't know. But I'm happy with it. I'm not going to be getting rid of it anytime soon. So we got two big app updates this week that I'm really excited to talk about. Have you tried these yet? Yeah, I didn't realize. Um, I didn't realize that 
Overcast had gotten updated until I opened it the other day, and I was like, ah, what is, what is going on here? I kind of had the same experience. I didn't hear. Oh my, it, yeah, I was like, um, no. I think no, it was like a no, please. It was like a week ago, Thursday or Friday that that it updated. Yeah. So you're so you're in the I don't like this camp. I I've always been in the Marco's not a designer camp. Okay. Uh, I've always been in that camp. Um, so, yeah, it's it's there's a few useful things like the the recent. Uh, you, so you've got your you know like your your playlist, your all episodes deleted, that sort of stuff. Then right below that, you've got like, like your recent played podcast. I find that helpful. Um, I I don't understand why these buttons are the size of the phone. Like, oh, you're talking about the uh, the playlist? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He like, talked of and the way that they're that set up, radar, like radar, this last week. So there, the the left, there's a there's a circular icon on the left, and then there's the title of the playlist, and then there's a giant gap to the right, and it just it it looks like the the exact same UI you use to turn your phone off. So I was like, oh, do I slide this to get into the? Oh no, it's just a giant button that doesn't have center. Just like it's. <clears throat> I don't understand. I don't. Well, Do I still nice use Overcast the all nice the time. Thing, yeah. yeah. The nice thing about it is you could you could probably get rid of the uh, the playlist if you wanted to. The way this works now, with the recently listened to, and then being able to pin your favorite uh, your favorite podcasts at the top of the list. And the the list that he has down below that now actually allows you to to eliminate. I just just see unlistened to podcasts and archived podcasts as well as just the complete list of your podcasts. So it's actually a lot more useful. The home screen is a lot more useful than it used to be instead of just being this enormous list of uh, of podcasts split into two groups. So I'm I like it. I mean, but. yeah, I just it, I thought it was fine the way it was. So maybe I'm just being one of those, you know. Uh, you're, you're being an old man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Adverse to change. But like I said, <clears throat> I still use Overcast. I just have to get used to the new screen and get to the shows that I want to listen to. So, yeah, I you know, I think it's a it's a nice little visual upgrade. Uh, he he talked a little. Talked about it a lot on ATP and Radar this last week. Um, and I honestly, I don't usually listen to Radar, but he was I heard that he was going to talk about this on the on the show this week. So I tuned in because I kind of wanted to hear his methodology behind what he's doing. And uh, this is part one of a greater overhaul. Uh, he's got like he wants to redo the player as well um, to simplify some of the controls and stuff like that. And, and just his whole his whole like point to what he's doing is uh that his wife tiffany um mm -hmm. told showed him some of the other podcast uh apps that that are used in some like pinterest and some other uh, apps that are using more modern design that a lot of the a lot of the the apps are using now and so he's taking that cue to add that into uh, or to change overcast to kind of match some of those looks and functionality and such so, did it's you say Pinterest has a podcast player. 
No, no, just that it was another app that he had looked at for oh. the draw inspiration from. Super. So it's one that she showed him. Gotcha. So if we but, start getting mood boards inside of Overcast, I am so switching to a different app. I, I would probably agree with you on that. We'll see. You know, maybe it'll be done, be done in a fun way. <laughs> Are there other podcasts that, that have ripped off his smart speed yet? Other podcast apps? Um, either Caster or Pocket Casts, I think, has done something similar to it. All right. I've looked at both of now. those both of those apps and I I didn't like the interface on either one of those apps, but that's just me. I will but be it, doing some uh, some research. Yeah, but I think the you know, and I threw in the show notes uh his explanation from Marco.org of just all the all the changes and everything. So um if you're listening and you want to go check that out. Um, it does show side-by-side comparisons and uh, stuff like that from the old app to the new app and uh, some of the functionality that has been changed. So not uh, not super crazy, but uh, there's enough changes in here that uh, they can, it has been off-putting for some users. So um, Carrot Weather had a big update this week too. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about an update that I like. Did you like this one? I did. I actually changed some stuff around to, uh, to work with it. Um, so that I could get like the air quality. Um, I don't know what to call you. Do you have, what's yeah. What's your subscription level? Don't you have a pretty high one for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause some of the the stuff that I was like, Oh, that's cool. Requires like the ultra ultimate, like whatever. I'm an ultra Um, member. Yeah. I, I am not. So I was like, Oh, those sound cool, but I'm not paying extra. Um, but the one that the I really that enjoyed, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Uh, then I'll let you wax eloquent about the ultra stuff because that's the stuff that I was like, oh, that actually sounds really cool, <laughs> but I obviously can't test it. Is um, one of the things that was that he that he added to the layouts was um, the uh, like the daily forecast is now you, there's now a horizontal chart instead of a, a you had before you had vertical stack, horizontal stack and vertical chart, but you didn't have a horizontal one. And what that means is that before on the weather, the, uh, the days were the Y axis. So, you know, Monday, Tuesday, starting at the top. And then the, the temperature was the X axis going across, which was fine. Is that the one you're talking about? But yeah, so this is the new one, which I okay. have exactly on my phone too. This yeah, is I love it. so much better because a high is a high, so it should be up top, and a low is a low. So, like, the, the temperature should be the y-axis, and the days should be, like, that's just how it, like, it's the exact same information as the other way, but this just visually helps, like, oh, the, look, the highs are going up. Oh, no, it's starting Tuesday. The highs are going way down. Um, and so I just, I love, it's just a simple change to the chart, mm-hmm. but I can now so much more easily and more comfortably just based on how I've always looked at weather charts look at this and go, all right, Tuesday, this day, Tuesday, Tuesday, this week is going to be the nicest day. Boom. And I can move on. Um, So I really, really like that chart, but now I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the ultra stuff. Um, Well, I, to be honest with you, I don't have a list of what, uh, what qualifies as ultra versus um, the other set because I'm an ultra member. 
it doesn't give me a list of like what I'm what I would be missing if I wasn't. Oh so, man! All right, well let me pull. Well, up I can tell I can tell you how much I use them and how much I like them. But we'll um, just just before we do that, um, for those of you who don't quite understand what we're talking about with the with the vertical uh, stack or however it is, um, it basically gives you a vertical line for your weather every day that shows you the high and the low, and it it changes based on like how like on uh, Wednesday. I'm looking at 50 degrees for a high. Well, on Saturday, next Saturday, I'm looking at 46. Well, the bar is actually higher in the vertical layout than it is on Saturday. So you visually can see more information without having to uh, like figure it out as you're, as you're going. So. And there's nice, pretty color gradients too. It is. It's really pretty too. Mm-hmm. Um, so what am I, what, what do I have that you don't have? And I can tell you how much I'm enjoying and what I'm not. All right. So there is for premium ultra, you can, uh, view forecasts for up to five of your favorite locations on the location screen. Okay. That's fun because I have you on there. (laughs) All right. And then, uh, there's new layout sections for solar moon, air quality, pollen, or tide sections. Yep. I have the air quality one right underneath my, uh, my hourly weather. So it's right towards the top because I have allergies and sometimes it's nice to know if I'm going to have a bad day. <laughs> you walk outside so and get smacked in the face. Like, with some pollen. Oh yeah. It, <laughs> I have a, I'm going to have a really bad day today. It's good right now. It's at the air quality is at 41, which feels, seems like an arbitrary number, but, um, but the yeah, solar and the bad. moon, I have those on, on the page there. And so you can mm-hmm. see solar shows you um, where you are as far as the sun, sun up and sun down. And then you get, uh, for the moon, you get um, like where you're, what phase you're in. So right now we're in waxing crescent. So that sounds like a yoga position. Yeah, it does. <laughs> bad, bad '90s alternative band. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, new radar station. You use the correlation coefficient product to identify hail and tornadic debris and severe storms. Yeah. Haven't had haven't had a need for that yet. <laughs> yeah. So those are the big ones, uh, obviously, and then the layout stuff. So yeah, one of the things that I know that was a big upsell uh, for um, Carrot was getting like lightning notifications, which uh, I I enjoy those in the in the spring and summer when we have a lot of storms come through. So you know sometimes that's how I know we have a storm coming through. Because you don't you don't see it coming, and then all of a sudden you get a lightning notification. It's like, oh, there's a storm in the area, and then I check my radar, and oh, sure enough, you know, there's a storm that's going to be here in like 20 minutes. So, yeah, we do get ourselves some pretty decent thunderstorms in this area of the country. We do. It's just one of the many things that we love about living in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so, true, but. All right. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? I downloaded Pocket Cast while we were talking because <laughs> <laughs> it does have the trim silence feature. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna run that back and see how it goes. Um, I did think it was interesting uh, to be able to look at like the locations list, so you can now look at um, like different locations because I have like. Uh, the town that I work in can sometimes be slightly different than where I'm at. I have 
Orlando just because I hate myself and I want to make sure that I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can be like, oh crap, they got way better weather than us. Um, and then of course I have your weather in there just because that, you know, when we're planning on a show and there might be a weather topic, I can look at it and see, oh yeah, well he's, he's had about the same kind of weather that I've been having or whatever. So yeah, we lost power this morning. Yeah. I was a little concerned that uh, we weren't going to have power and or internet by the time we had recorded the show, but about 45 minutes beforehand, it popped back on. So Very good. Um, other than that, like there's, you know, I went ahead and sh- uh, threw those into show notes for everybody. So uh, you guys can uh, look at, uh, I did not have anything from, directly from carrot as far as the updates but i did give you a good link for mac stories that goes through and kind of highlights a lot of the the changes and updates and and everything so there's apparently some uh some modifications to the map um which i think that when when you when you look at everything that carrot weather offers uh and then they have this great uh radar map feature too it's just i think this has gone from the the snarky little you know, I'm going to make fun of you because you live where you live and you get weather um, to this just really robust, amazing uh, weather app. Um, it, I think it yeah. is the best weather app available out there right now. But you still get the snark. <laughs> you still get the snark. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure there was a comment at some point this week about uh, Will, Will Smith slapping us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah for I sure. I forget it. what it was, but it made yeah. me laugh. Yeah. Oh, I saw, I saw some stuff on Instagram cause I didn't watch the Oscars and I saw Neither some stuff I. on Instagram and I'm like, what is going on? So I had to look it up on YouTube and I'm like, dude, he just walked up and smacked, slapped them. So mm-hmm. yeah, apparently uh, we should not talk about his wife. <clears throat> We're just going to move on. I don't want to. <laughs> All right. So you had some, uh, some topics that uh, you threw on the show notes, show notes today. Was there anyone, anywhere you wanted to start with these? No, I just kind of threw in a bunch of ideas and, um, if we, uh, we get through all of them. Great. If, uh, if not, that's fine. Is there anyone on the list that stands out to you as, uh, so what I think would be hilarious. Um, I, I did not do anything to, uh, to my phone because I didn't, I didn't want to uh, taint this, but I liked one of the questions that you had on here because I've thought that it'd be hilarious every once in a while for us to do ambush questions. And the, the idea would be, Hey, like what's the last app you downloaded on your phone? Quick, you go, go to recents and, and show recently added apps. Mm-hmm. And my most recently added app was magic last. So ad blocker. Well, Mine before this morning was TikTok, but now it's Pocket Casts, which Pocket Casts, yeah, yeah you're, you're, which I just downloaded. So technically, yeah. it's Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts, but we can make fun of you about TikTok, right? Well, dude, it's stand. There's so much good stand up stand up comedy clips on there. Like literally, my whole feed is just comedians. Yeah, I have been crying. I've been laughing so hard. Did I ever tell you what my experience was with TikTok was? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. So I downloaded TikTok. Uh-huh. I opened the app and the first thing I saw was just a bunch of girls dancing. Oh I yeah. Shut the app, deleted it and was done with it. 
<laughs> so, yeah, you got to teach it not to show you that stuff. Man, I don't I don't need to see like young 20 20 something year old girls shaking themselves. I just uh, <laughs> get enough of that on Instagram right now. So. Yeah, it's bad. Uh but it's I I I have liked enough stand-up comedy videos that yeah. literally that's all it shows me. Yeah. Is is either stand-up can't. comedians or like people in their houses telling jokes like so for me it's just if i want to laugh i go to tiktok now but i had to teach it don't show me the scantily clad ladies in the bikinis yeah because i liked enough other stuff that it was like okay we're not gonna show him anything else yeah but yeah you gotta you gotta get past the uh all the thirst traps as they say yeah do they say that apparently that's what the kids call them so you do have on here what you download, what you downloaded, uh, what's the last one you downloaded to your phone and why? Mm-hmm. So I think we got the why from you on TikTok and mm-hmm. Pocket Cast. Um, the why for me for uh, Magic Lasso is I, I went to a website <clears throat> the other day. Um, I want to say it was maybe nine to five Mac or Mac stories or it was, it was like a, reputable um website that had some tech news on it that i wanted to read and no joke i opened up the app or i opened up safari i was in i was in the app trying to read the content of the page and it was just one thing popping up after another mm-hmm. like all, all of a sudden there was like a full page um uh i don't know like popover that wanted to sell me something and so i dismissed that and then i got the cookies thing from the bottom and i dismissed that and then there was something that's pulled out from the side and i dismissed that and it's like i just want to read the story stop it (laughs) it was just so annoying which by the way speechify have you used speechify before i don't know if i've talked about it on the show before i think so but they added a safari extension now so that when you go to a website that uh, that that you would want to read an article on or whatever, down in the lower right-hand corner, there is a play button. And when you hit that play button, it gives you the ability to access your controls for um, access controls for like what voice you wanted to use and uh, the speed that you wanted to read at and stuff like that. But they put it in Safari. You used to have to like go to the Speechify app after you've copied the URL, paste it into mm-hmm. the Speechify app, and then it would and then it would uh, put it into the app, and then you could read it there. But now they do it right in Safari, which is total game changer. I love it. Nice. So, yeah, be very careful with the uh, trial though, the free trial, because <laughs> it, it bit me the other day. I had to end up. Uh, requesting a refund from apple and uh no joke i got 177 dollars refunded back to me about three days later because of because of the uh the normal um price on that is 139 dollars holy cow but i went to restore my purchases on a second device and it charged me again Uh, and so i had to i had to go and like 
figure that all out and then ask for a refund. And, you know, it was just a bunch of hoopla I had to run, go through to get that straightened out. So just, a, I mean, it's a buyer beware of money too. So, oh no, $139 is quite a bit of money. Um, mm-hmm. If what I would recommend is the first time that you go into the app, don't do this a second time because that's part of what bit me on this. Um, and you have the legit three day trial, go in there, sign up for the $139, you know, um, subscription with the three day trial. And within that three day trial, go in and cancel it and then go back into your subscriptions. And if you look at, go into Speechify and your subscriptions, there's a whole list of different, uh, like there's a dyslexia donation and different things like different level, like different things that you can get a year subscription from. Mm-hmm. And you can get a year subscription for like $30. So you don't have to pay the 139 or whatever for it. Nice. So, but you, you've got to be really careful if you put it on a second device to not do that three-day trial again and go in and restore from your current trial. Um, it's a little bit goofy the way they've got it set up, but, you, but if you're careful, you can, uh, you can get that to work. So, Pro tips. Good, good stuff, me friends. But no, Speechify is awesome. I I love it because I can't just sit and read. I have to listen and read at the same time. Just the way my brain works. So sounds good. So I see one of the the first item that you have on here is uh, what could a studio line from Apple look like? Right. Okay. So we got the Studio Mac or the Mac Studio. Sorry, and then the Studio Display. <clears throat> and I was listening to connected from a couple of weeks ago, just the other day, cause I'm behind and Mike and Federico were talking about it. Cause Federico sent out a, um, a tweet like, Oh, an iPod studio and a, and a, um, a home pod studio and like all of these other sort of silly things. Like the, 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 the main serious idea being an iPad studio, but they have like, specifically on that show have latched onto this studio idea. And one of them, the rumor that, you know, we've talked about in the show already was that your AirPods max were originally AirPods studio. Right. Right. Uh, and so like there's, there's some historical rumors that tie to the current products that just got announced that have led to speculation of, well, could there be a studio line that lives in between the normal stuff and the the pro line? Right. Um, and I think there's totally room for that one, because I hope it would drive the normal line prices down a little bit. So like the basic MacBook air, the iPad air, you know, the Mac mini, that, that, that sort of stuff would be lower end, hopefully in cost. And then you could have the studio stuff sitting in the middle and then the, the pro stuff they can charge an arm and a leg for whatever. They Which, I mean, <laughs> they already do. Right. But I think, I think by adding a third tier, you really, open yourselves up to more of an audience, but specifically that middle tier can catch a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And you can leave the basic stuff for students or, you know, people that just need to check email and surf the web and like, you know, stuff that an iPad air or a MacBook air are really, really, really good at that aren't creating uh, you know, videos or uh, pictures or uh, doing, you know, uh, audio or, you know, any sort of art, like, you know, like someone in a studio might do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they just started talking about it. I was like, man, this is a really interesting concept just to think about, you know, it's just a fun thought exercise. And so, you know, obviously like, I don't think an iPod studio is ever going to get made, right? Like that's right. That, that product is dead and gone. But the concept specifically to me of like an iPad studio, like a 16 to 18 inch iPad, mm-hmm. like that could be really interesting. You know what I mean? Um, or, or, or what have you. So I was just curious, you know, uh, what your thoughts on, you know, the studio stuff thus far couple, coupled with the rumors or people's just, you know, uh, fantasies could be, but like, wh- what are your thoughts on this? And is this thought exercise dumb? Should we wait until there's a, another studio product to prove that this is a trend or, you know, all of that. I'll just tell me, Mitch, what's going on. I think what's most likely is we're going to see, um, I really do think that they're going to rebrand the AirPods Max as AirPods Studio in the next line. I think it makes way more sense um, that mm-hmm. that uh, the the Max designation is so clumsy to say, and it mm-hmm. seems so weird. You know, I think the studio, that should have been studio in the beginning. Um, so I think from, a, from that point of view, I think that would be the most likely um, next item to get that name i think it's interesting to think about uh uh, macbooks and like a macbook studio that Mm -hmm. could be that could fall between a a, i still think that they're going to drop the macbook air name i think i would like to see them drop the macbook air name and just go to macbook and then your Mm -hmm. line would be macbook macbook studio and macbook pro and macbook pro would be the one where they could put the pro and the max chips into that that would have the super crazy speeds on it the you studio mean like the max could, and the ultra chips oh even the max and ultra yeah i, I yeah, mean that, that's that would have to go to the pro right um right and the only concern i have with the the ultra is the cooling you know because if that thing gets revved up it's going to get hot mm-hmm. so um so i mean they're smart people they can figure it out but uh but if they put an ultra into a MacBook enclosure, that that might be a little bit weird and difficult to cool that. So, but All right. Uh, but I, at I, any rate. I get, yeah. So let me let me ask you this: What would be the difference in your mind between a MacBook Studio and a MacBook Pro? Um, maybe your your studio line is like your um kids going off to college and needs a halfway decent laptop. So maybe that fits in that air spot. Um, but maybe just a little bit revved up, but maybe that's where you have your colors. That's where you have your, the fun, um, with, with the line. And it's not perfect. Cause that's kind of the, where the air is positioned right now. And mm-hmm. if we're looking at doing a Mac line that just runs like an M2 chip, you know, let's, let's assume that, that if they did this, it would be moved on to the M2 or M3 at that point. Um, but let's say that's an M2 chip. Then you have an M, M2 Pro that would be available for the studio line, Pro Pro, and maybe the Max. And then if they can figure out the Max and um, Ultra for the, the high end, the Pro, uh, that would be another thing. But I think you can also talk about size. You know, maybe they don't mm-hmm. offer a 15-inch in the studio. They just offer the 13-inch. And then they offer 15 inch and maybe we have the, the return of the 17 inch. Um, or maybe we go to a touchscreen in the pro versions, 
you know, that a lot of people have talked about wanting that. I don't know if Apple will ever do that, but that would be a way to, uh, to differentiate the line as well. Yeah. So I think the other option too would be, uh, IO supports, you know, that could definitely would be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe they throw an SD card reader back in the studio. Sure. Just, you know, and like one USB A, just in case, you know, people say want to connect a MIDI device via mm-hmm. USB uh, for music production. Um, yeah, I, I, it would be really interesting to see how they would differentiate. I think size is one that I had thought of. I hadn't thought about the color thing. I think that's a great point too. And then probably the other thing would be starting storage, right? Or like I would imagine the, the low end probably only goes up to. 256 right and then the studio you can get up to a terabyte or two and then the pro you can get up to like the six or eight terabyte ssds right i did want to address the the ipad uh or the idea of the ipad studio mm-hmm. um i know that what what they were talking about on connected about this is they kind of wanted the ipad studio to be something along the lines of um like the surface studio to, mm-hmm. you know but i but the problem with that is that it positions badly in the line then because everywhere else it would be positioned between the pro and the, uh, the base level, um, whatever that is, the iPad, the iPad air. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and so I think what you'd probably end up looking at is like a pro, but something that is a little lesser pro. So maybe you have the, the M one chip in the, in the iPad air, you have the M one pro in the studio model. And maybe they can figure out a way to do the M1 Max and the in uh, the the Pro, but then I always also think that in with the iPad you're definitely talking size, you know that's going to be the big thing, and I think mm-hmm. you do I think you do make a good point with like a 15, 16, 17 inch, so you have the 12.9 which is your small uh, Pro model, and then you have something in a 15 or 16 inch. And maybe this comes in like the Surface Studio style where you have like a drafting table type setup. I was going to say, because if it's, if it's going to get that big, mm-hmm. then it needs to be able to be on a table like that. Yeah. So maybe it disconnects really easily. So if you do want to take it, because they still got the iPad branding that, that they mm-hmm. want to maintain, which is a portable device. Yeah, but like it's probably not going to come with the magic keyboard because that's, right. I mean, but like maybe it has... A, a drafting style stand that it magnetizes to right mm-hmm. then it pops off and you flip it around and it props it up like a like a proper like monitor so you could watch a movie on it you know yep. with a friend or whatever so and like then, you know like a, like a 30 to 40 degree angle for the drafting and then like a like an 80 degree angle on the backside for for viewing and and the, the even crazier notion um they they uh ship it with a um, magic keyboard and mouse or trackpad and so you're you're doing your work. It's much it's much more like the the idea of a Surface Studio um, device. Which, by the way, I got to play with one the other day. My oh pastor, yeah, how my was that? Got one. Um, it actually is kind of a kind of a neat device. I know it didn't really sell. Did he well have that weird like dial control? Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, I need to know all about this. So the dial control, like he set it on the screen, and it popped up a little menu that he could roll around. Well, the menu is kind of hard to see because his hand was in the way um but (laughs) but when he had it sitting on the desk he could tap the top of it and it pulled up just a little like quick menu that he could then rotate around on the device i don't know that there were actually any moving parts on it but somehow it sensed him moving it 
and uh, and just rolled around the dial, and then he could tap on it to select uh, whatever it is that he rolled to, whatever mm-hmm. feature he wanted to change. Maybe he wanted to change the volume or whatever, and then he just you know spun the dial or spun it around, and uh, and it changed the uh, whatever it was that he was adjusting. So it, it was really interesting. Yeah, um, we what we were doing was we were hooking it up to use it during the um, his sermons so he could put mm-hmm. the, put scripture up on the screen and annotate as he's talking about it. So, but I think it'll be kind of, it'll be kind of cool. How so. big of the screen is it? Oh, um, so I'm sitting in front of my 27 inch here and it was probably pretty close to this size, maybe a little bit taller. I'm not sure. I thought it was like a 22 inch screen. That for some reason that jumps out, but that seems small to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how big that I'd have, maybe I'd have to ask him and report back, but, um, but it feel it felt to me like it was about the same size as my iMac, but maybe just a little bit taller. So a little bit different screen size. Is it the surface one or the surface two? I oh, sorry, don't know. The two. Oh, I'm trying to look online. I know I get you, but. Um, I'm going to assume that it's one of the newer models, but I don't know that. Boy, come on, internet. Him, him and I, I finally Surface looked at him. Studio 2, $3,500. Yeah, he didn't pay that much for it. I can guarantee you that. I'm sure he 28 inch display is the Surface Studio 2. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, because that would be a probably roughly the size of this maybe a little bit taller get mm-hmm. that extra inch so it makes sense but <clears throat> no he cracked it he was he made a crack the other day about uh about running a pc and oh well, i probably wouldn't have this problem if i had a mac and he kind of makes these little jabs every once in a while <laughs> i finally looked at him i was like dude I don't run the, I don't run Mac because I hate windows. I run Mac because I like Macs. I was like, I was like, there are things that I don't like about windows, which is why mm-hmm. I run, run a Mac, but it's not, I don't, I don't feel like emotional about it. Um, and he just like, Oh, I just hate windows or hate Mac rather. Like, Oh, okay, whatever. Well, he felt wronged by owning an iPhone years ago and he harbors bitterness about it. So is what he, it is. Okay. <laughs> Man, if it made sense, I I could uh, probably maybe do something about it, but it doesn't. All right. I love well, him. I guess we'll he, have to He's a good man, but uh yeah. you know, we differ in that area. That's that's well, good thing we, people have options for their personal computing and telecommunication needs. But yeah, so studio we'll see what happens um but it's fun to it's fun to think about you know what i mean and we've got a while before any new hardware is going to be announced because we've got wwdc in june right Mm -hmm. and so they're probably not going to announce any new hardware really i mean they announced that the mac pro is coming but that's not going to be a studio thing because that's the mac pro right so we're at least looking until the fall really but i mean that's iphone's maybe a new iPad pro. Although they just, I mean, they just released the air. So it's, 
yeah, it, it could be a while before we see anything. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see any hard actual hardware until the fall at this point. Yeah, I, uh, that's probably a safe bet unless they're going to really shake things up, which you know. I mean, they they could they could do something with a Mac Pro at uh, at WWDC. I mean, they've done it before. It just it just seems like um just doesn't seem like the way they've done things the last few years so mm-hmm. but if they're going to do something crazy with the mac pro and the m series chips and all this stuff like that they may want some time on the stage for that and uh wwdc would be a good fit for it so if they don't have a lot of updates in the software they might have time for it so well and if they don't have a lot of updates in the software specifically around ipad os i think a lot of people are gonna not be happy. So we'll, see. well, I think in I think in general, I, I think that with um, them working from home and COVID and stuff like that, I'm not sure what the development uh, this development cycles look like. I and didn't stop it, them from taking the Mac to the moon. No, no, not at all. But I'm I'm just saying that I think there's been a little bit less. Uh, there might have been a little bit less focus on the software updates, more stability, more. You know, getting it, getting it ready for the M stuff, the M series stuff. I think that a lot of this stuff, this a lot of this legal stuff that they've been dealing with, is taking time away from um, software updates and stuff too, because they're having to code in uh, alternative payment stuff and do a lot of thinking about that. So I, I kind of wonder if we're not going to see something at WWDC about alternative payments or. Um, cause they they just did, there was just something in the news this last week about, uh, them opening up, uh, the ability to, for reader apps, um, to have link links to out, an outside website, but they just made a rule change about that. So now like if Netflix wants to put a link in the app to go to netflix.com to sign up for a, an account, they can do that. So where they couldn't do that before. So they're, they're making some modifications, but, um, mm-hmm. but I, I do kind of wonder, do they find a way to um, allow sideloading safely? You know, this is, this is a company that has done a lot of uh, interesting things. Um, did they find a way to, to make this work that we don't see coming? That, that could be interesting. We'll see. All I know is that the MacBooks run on the same chips as the iPads and you can do things on a MacBook that you can't do on an iPad. And I get the different operating systems, but it is no longer a, a CPU or GPU or anything like that issue. It is solely Apple's decision what they will allow you to do on an iPad versus what they will allow you to do on a Mac. Uh, And I've said this, many 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 times before and i'll continue to say it again i want final cut and i want logic on an ipad that would be glorious mm-hmm. but i also want it to be done well and if that means i have to wait four years for it to be done well then fine you know i'll, I'll shut up but like but, it's, oh no to be fair you'll complain about it until it happens but <laughs> i just you know it's they that's they, okay yeah. they run the same system on a chip as a macbook so i did find this that third question there kind of uh, interesting did you want to pose that 
Yeah, if you couldn't buy another piece of tech for the next five years, what would you buy today? So today is my last day to buy anything for the next five years. Mm-hmm. So I just updated my iPad. So I think I'm going to be good with my iPad mini. So I'll get that on Monday. Um, I'm really happy with my... Now, how far reaching does this go? Does this go like anything from Apple? Yeah. Okay, so this includes. I mean, it doesn't even have to be technically an Apple product; just a technology. Oh, just tech project in general. If you cannot buy a single technology product for the next five calendar years, what is the technology product you are buying today to get you through those five years? All right. So my first thought, if it was going to be an Apple product, I was going to say um, the MacBook Pro like a 14 inch MacBook pro. But if you're opening it up to anything, man, we have a TV upstairs that I could really stand to get a bigger TV. And I think that would be the device that I would probably update. Um, I would pro I would, I think I could live with this uh, laptop for five years if I had to. Um, it might be garbage in five years, but <laughs> But it's it's you know three years old and I and I spent seven years with my last uh, laptop, so my last MacBook. So I think this one could last, you know, eight years if I needed to. But I think the it would be it would be between those two things. I think I would probably have to lean towards that uh, the TV. We got a forty inch right now. We moved into a larger home um, from the apartment that we lived in when I bought the TV. So to get something in a 55 to 65 inch and mount it on the wall where we're at, um, that sort of thing would be a better size for that room and, uh, would be, would be good. So I think that would probably have to be my, uh, my choice. Were you thinking something? I, so I think, and this is obviously if I had the funds to do so, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let's just, was, let's just assume, you know, you're not buying anything in the next five years. So if you needed to finance something, the money will be. Yeah. So my first thought was a Tesla, right? Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> but I just got a new car in, in July of, this, okay. you know, of 2021. So, and I love my car dearly. Um, so that's not going to happen. Uh, so I, th- I think I would honestly, I would, um, I would get the Mac studio. Yeah. Okay. Um, because that's for sure gonna last. Yeah. Be uh, the most future-proof. What? That'd be the most future proof for you. Yeah, and, and 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 um you know, if I needed to at that point, I could I could sell my MacBook Air and just run the studio in an iPad Pro and have everything that I need, right? If I need to edit video or audio, Mac Studio photos mac studio or ipad you know uh i have my powerful beast of a computer you know to run all my like uh music stuff right like so i've got my my guitars my bass my my midi keyboard my my drum pad like all of that sort of stuff could all run through the mac studio as well all the podcasting and then i've got the ipad pro for when i you know need to travel or go to the coffee shop just to get out of my house because oh my gosh i need to get out of my house mitch (laughs) Yeah. So I think that would be what I would do. But luckily, 
neither of us have to do this. So I'll stick with my MacBook Air for as long as I can. Nice. All right. That is an interesting question to propose. Because, you know, the second, you know, like if we actually pull the trigger on this and we're like, oh, next five years, we're not buying anything. Like six months later. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what was I thinking? Why didn't I wait? The iPad studio comes okay. out. I'm just like drooling. Mm-hmm. Oh. So anyways, that be, you know, to be honest with you, the iPad studio, that device would not be for me. Um, I, I've, I'm really satisfied with the, uh, the iPad mini being my consumption device and doing my work on my iMac and my MacBook. And when I say MacBook, I have a MacBook pro. So I just always shorten it to MacBook. All right. Well, what's delighting you today, Kim? Um, hmm. What's delighting me? I think just I've been spending more time with friends and getting out of the house more because, like, I'm just ignoring the fact that spring refuses to start and it's just been cold. And I've just been cooped up for so long all winter. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've been forcing myself to like get out of the house to go work at a coffee shop to, you know, go work at my office at church to, to essentially invite myself over to friends' houses. <laughs> um, Sometimes because, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, right. It's like I've just been so cooped up, and I'm so ready. And like, don't get me wrong, I love the winter, I do, but it's April and we had snow on the ground. So I'm just going to force, like I've seen people like wearing flip-flops. It was rainy and 40 and people were in flip-flops. They're just like, I, we will make it winter. Like if we dress like, <laughs> or we, or we'll make, if we dress like it's spring, eventually it will warm up. And so like, I think a lot of us, you know, are just at that point where we're like, okay, winter was great. It is now time to move on. And like, you know, the trees are starting to bud, but like it's still in the thirties at night, yeah. you know? And so like, we're just kind of trapped in that in between. Um, and we've had really nice days in the sixties and low seventies. And then like, it drops to 40 the next day. And it's, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just been, uh, I, I suppose trying to force, um, myself out of the house and, and trying to spend more time with friends, um, and just, you know, enjoying not being in my house by myself. Um, especially since I work from home. I don't get the social interaction I would if I had to go to, um, you know, an office or a work location. Um, and so it's just trying to force the social interaction, you know, which is good for me because I already tend to isolate anyways. Um, and so I, I found myself, um, we do, uh, an arts and music program on Thursdays at our church that, when I don't have Kennedy, I will go to, to take pictures. So at the end of the year, they do the recital on our show. We can have pictures going on the TVs, you know, throughout the year. Um, but like we had missed like three in a row because it like only snowed on a Thursday. And so if schools were closed, we cancel us just, we just follow the schools. And of course, like, so three Thursdays when I didn't have Kennedy. So every, like, you know, three out of six Sunday or Thursdays, we just, couldn't meet because the weather just decided to be bad only on a Thursday. And it was fine. It was super annoying. So like I hadn't been in like a month and a half. So the other night I was just like, 
just for, I was like, I'm just going to go. And I'm not even going to take pictures. I'm just going to hang out because it's Thursday. And I haven't had any physical interaction with another human since Sunday at church because I've been at home, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm, I'm trying to, um, yeah, I just, I am enjoying spending time with, that was a really, really long winded answer. And I'm sure I repeated myself like five times. So I'm sorry, but just enjoying time with friends. And frankly, even people that aren't friends, just strangers, <laughs> they're part of, you know, uh, just the community. So, so I will admit that, that, uh, as much as I want to work from home, that is one thing that, that worries me is just becoming so isolated, you know, and you get your church time, but you know, right now, you know, if I go to work, I I'm with people all day, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, I, I work alone a lot at work too, but but I have people around me. I have physical contact. Well, physical contact as in I talk to people, you know, um, mm-hmm. not, I'm not hugging everybody or anything weird like that. No, but they're in your proximity, but they're right? in my There's... proximity. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, I've got my wife at home too, which is, which is fine. You know, I, I love spending time with her, uh, being on vacation here the last week and a half, her and I have done a lot of cool stuff together and it's been fun. But, uh, but I can imagine sitting in my studio eight hours a day doing a job, um, could get lonely, you know, so I, I totally get you. Yeah. I mean, like I, I have meetings and stuff, but it's not the same, you know, no, it's not physical contact. Exactly. Like, you so, know, us doing this podcast over zoom is totally different than if I were in the studio with you, you know what I mean? And it'd be a totally know, different vibe. This is something, you know, it's easy to, to say, you know, that you and I haven't met, you know, cause, mm-hmm. cause we, you know, we've only ever talked online. So, um, I mean, I, I know you, you know, we know each other, but you know, I think a lot of times, uh, people will look at that and say, well, so you haven't really met him yet, you know, because mm-hmm. we haven't been in the same physical location together. So, but it is, it's, it's weird. So what about you? What you got for us? Um, so I'm going to have to give you a review, uh, after it releases, cause it releases on Tuesday, but I am super excited about Lego star Wars, the Skywalker saga coming out on uh, various platforms and it's on my switch. So I already, <laughs> I already pre pre, uh, I already pre-ordered it. And if you look, it's right at the second one over there. I've been playing a lot oh, of Mario Kart. Go. Um, but, uh, is that Knights of the Old Republic on there too? The Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Nice. Here. So I'm stuck right now. I <laughs> can't figure out what I'm, where I'm supposed to go next. But anyway, uh, but, uh, but I'm super excited about that. This is supposed to be the best Lego Star Wars game, um, ever. And I have to say that I really haven't played one up till now. Um, so, all the reviews, all the people that have had hands on with it. And I've watched some, uh, some, um, gameplay that, that is on YouTube and it just looks really cool and really fun. So I'm really looking forward to getting a hold of that. It comes out this Tuesday, April 5th, and I uh, pre-ordered the uh, deluxe edition. So I'll have, um, seven character packs that, uh, that come along with that, that normally you'd have to get separately. So, uh, so I'm pretty jazzed about that. It's going to be, <laughs> can we get some jazz hands to show how jazzed you are? 
<laughs> uh, those were not nearly vigorous enough, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that I can't I can't do them any better. So, but um, I will say that I that the Switch came back out because um, because Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has added new um, new uh, courses. So for $25, you can get new courses and they're adding them uh, as they finish them uh, from what it looks like. So they've got two new courses with a promise of, um, shoot, I think it's like maybe 10 courses total or 12. I, I don't recall exactly, but, um, but between now and the end of next year, they're going to be rolling out every one of these uh, new courses. So it'll be like Christmas and. Uh, We'll have a new one drop, you know, and be fun. So they've got two out so far. They've they're they're fun. I had a good time playing them. They changed some of the maps that are or some of the uh, courses rather that are on. Uh, do they call them tracks? I yeah. honestly I haven't played Mario Kart in probably eight okay. years. But so. we'll go co- with courses. I, I don't know. But uh, they changed. They've updated some of them too, along with this change. So mm-hmm. there's a few of them that man they look gorgeous like, they look so much better than they did before and i think part of the reason is that when they came out with the uh the the switch they call it the switch pro or whatever with the oled screen mm-hmm. um they're taking better advantage of the blacks on there so you know what i would love though what would you mario love? kart on my quest my oculus quest oh gosh i think i'd throw up oh, that'd be Dude, awesome. I, when i play it um i'm only playing at like 100 cc they they do they have tracks or they have the speeds of 150 and 200 cc the 100 cc like i'm drifting around these corners and and it's just like super fast um so i haven't played the 150 cc yet i've been trying to to get three stars on all the all the tracks up till now so and then the 150 cc will be the next challenge but I bet the uh, the 200 CC is both fast and furious. Yeah, I would I would go with that. That'd be crazy, <laughs> I'm such a dork. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Vin Diesel is a dork. Anyways, um, uh, before we uh, close this out, have you done today's wordle yet? I have not. Oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a little something something here, Mitch. Oh my. Dude, usually uh, the first two are just my like, what what letters are in this one? <clears throat> All right, so I'm yeah. gonna have to edit this down, but I'm playing it right away. <laughs> hmm. What the what the listener doesn't know is that I got today's wordle on my second guess. Which second guess? I will be honest with you. Uh, I had one vowel and two consonants and I just took a shot in the dark and freaking nailed it. It was total luck. It was total luck. And I may have gotten very excited about it when it happened. I think there might've been a couple of fist pumps and a heck yes. As I was laying in bed this morning. Well, I'm already on my third guess. You already did better. (laughs) I've got three letters right now. Which ones do you have? Uh, T O and R. Ah, I have two words that I always start with, and it gives me four out of the five vowels. So if I don't feel like I got all the vowels, now I got to figure out if there's an E in it. Which did did you get that one the other day that I said was so hard? Um, 
I think so. I can just tell you it was nymph. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. Yeah. So I, I'm like, there's no vowels in this word. Yeah. Why, bro? <laughs> so, um, so I ended up like, okay, it must have a Y in it. So what letters do I have so far? And I had a few. I was like, oh no, it's, let me try nymph once. And I typed it in and boom, I got it. Well, yeah, my first, I had the PH and there are no yeah. vowels, but Y. And I was like, oh, it's glyph, G-L-Y-P-H. And I was like, oh, but G and L aren't options. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but the R is not at the end of the word. This is true. It's not. And the T and the O are not where it would be nice and clean that they would be. All I can think of is that it starts with the R. You know, I'm going to have to cut all this out. I know. <laughs> I just dropped a marker in our recording so that I can uh, go back and edit this all out. Because I'm going to edit it together and make it sound like it only took me a few minutes to figure it out. Ah, so. uh, yes, yes, yes. This is true. But the, the people watching on YouTube will know the truth. Oh, for sure. For sure. And then you can watch my cat here looking around, barely see see his head here. Dude, every time I try to point the camera down, you you put your head down, weirdo. All right. And I want to ask you, but then I can't because that would ruin the fun. That would be cheating, Mitch. Perhaps, but I'm not above it. <laughs> okay, I'll give you one hint. It doesn't start with Q. But that's a, That's a good hint. Thank you. No, I know that I can't. I don't need to use a Q. Oh, 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 is it? Hmm. All right. Well, I tried retro and I've got I've all but the second R uh, is in the word. So now I know that I've got an E and an O in the word. Mm-hmm. And the R is not in the proper spot. So uh, you get this weird feeling I'm going to get. I'm not going to get this one. <laughs> I feel like I'm putting undue pressure on you just by watching. Oh, nope. I got it. Trope. And number five. Nice. Yeah, I got the, I got the O on the first guess, like the, the specific location. And then I knew that there was a P and a T in it. No, I, I got, them it, in the wrong I got it in four. Oh, in four? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I had the, I had the O and then I knew that I had a P and a T, but based on where the O was and, so my first guess was spout. So I knew I couldn't use an S or a U. And I was like, well, it probably, it doesn't start with a P then. And I was like, eh. and that means, and I know the T can't go last. And so the T is not going to go second. So the T's got to go first. And I was like, oh, trope. And then it just started turning green. And I was like, oh my God. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> what luck. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of one of my normal words to to become or to be the the word. Yeah, I think the day where you type in the first word and you just get all like you hit it on the first try. It's like what, like what, I what, think what, you what? just I just you can just do whatever you want the rest of the day. Like the day is already won. <laughs> yep. You are king for that day. Uh, that is I'm a king for a day. That's Indeed. Very cool. So I hope you all our listeners enjoyed listening to us play Wordle. Mm-hmm. It's a very, you know, it is, it is a, uh, a game that lends itself to the audio medium quite well. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I definitely didn't edit it down for, for uh, length. So, you know, I wish that Wordle did give you like on a like slightly serious note, Yeah, did give you some uh, like audio feedback. 
Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if you get like a gray letter, you know, like a like a family feud <laughs> X noise, and then if you get like a yellow, it's like oh, and if you get the green one, it's like don't you know, <laughs> like it would be a little more engaging if you could get the audio cues. So as gotta, the letters were revealed, I got to tell you, I thought really seriously about about just grabbing the Family Feud uh, sound effects um, for our uh, predictees. Oh yes, you got a ding. Oh my god, yes. And if you didn't, you got a one hundred percent. And then we got to get a clip of Steve Harvey just being really disappointed. <laughs> so okay, you said what? So in in the uh, in the spirit of uh, connected talking about the rules for their. Uh, for their um rickies this last week which if you haven't heard the episode is kind of funny um i have i have thought about what we would do for wwdc or um or any of the events going forward and leaving leaving the predictees you know wide open for us to pick whatever we want i know doesn't always i don't know it, it's a little weird I almost thought about, well, what if we just had five questions that, uh, that would relate to the, um, relate to the event. So like, uh, iOS 16 is going to include this or what, what feature do you think iOS 15 is going to include? And then we each have to pick a, pick a feature that we think it'll have. Um, or, you know, some, something along those lines and do like five questions. And then we'd have like, three wild card rounds where, you know, we could pick just our, whatever we wanted to pick and then maybe have like a, the annual predictees, uh, uh, round where we can choose a predictee that we, uh, that we chose. And then we'd figure out the point values for those. So we'd have some structure, but still the, uh, the capability to make some buck wild decisions if we needed to. Correct. Okay. As long as I have the opportunity to totally beef it, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like I did in the last predictions, <laughs> just absolutely beefed it. Yeah. So, so what, how we would do the point structure on that, we would have, we'd have to come to an agreement on, but, uh, but we could, we could definitely do some fun stuff with the point structure too. So I'm not opposed to like doing 10 points per question, you know, and then, and then having that kind of that, uh, that wild of a sliding scale when it comes to, um, making, uh, um, like making wagers on, on our, like a wild card, wild card round or whatever. So, yeah, we can, uh, we can nail down that stuff, but yeah, I like it. Yeah. We're heading in a good direction, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I want to do something, you know, we've kind of structured it after a couple of different, uh, podcasts that we listen to and kind of, you know, I I'm easing into making it our own. You know, mm-hmm. so that we we have something a little different than than the way the other guys do it, and unfortunately, too many guys already do it, so it's really hard to be you like terribly unique. But if I we mean, we're gonna have to get to the point where we have to make our our uh, predictions and like cling on just to be different. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, not we're not gonna do that. Um, but yeah, so you may not. Don't put me I'm, in the corner. I'm not gonna do it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, if you guys want to check us out online, uh, you can check out the, the Inner Dialogue podcast at innerdialogue.show. Uh, you can find our uh, back catalog. And also there's links there to uh, subscribe to us on all your favorite uh, podcasting clients, uh, even if your favorite isn't Overcast. 
um, although it is mine. So, uh, but, uh, but you can check that out at innerdialogue.show. If you've got questions, comments, you want to know more about us, you can check us out on our individual websites that, of course, have all our social accounts uh, linked to them. Mine is at uh, mitchcraig.online. Mine is cambrennan.com. All right. Well, you know where to find us, and uh, hopefully uh, you enjoyed the show today. Um, Feel free to let us know uh, what you think, um, either on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. All right. I'm Mitch Craig. That's Cam Brennan. You guys have a great week. Have a good one, man. Farewell.